Oh, hey, did you see that new Spider-Man Far From Home trailer? Yeah. How do you think that's going to be? Lame. Okay. Why? Because <laughs> fuck Teenage Spider-Man. No one, who the fuck wants Teenage <laughs> Spider-Man, man? If it's Miles Morales, fine. But if it's Pete Barker, fuck off. He needs oh, dude. One. They are most certainly going to bring Miles Morales into the, in this movie. In this one? Yeah, most certainly. They showed a Spider-Man in a black costume. They're talking about multiple direct... Fuck. Multiple dimensions. So yeah, definitely. I thought that was Pete Parker. I did not think that was Miles. You, you don't think they heavily implied Miles Morales? I don't think they're delivering on Miles Morales. They're trying to tease. Hey, look, it's a black costume Spider-Man. Oh, neat. That must be Miles. Nope. No, Peter Parker is not the black Spider-Man. Miles Morales is the black Spider-Man. Everyone knows I'm aware that. Of which one is which? <laughs> I'm saying that looked like it that was not an official looking costume. It looked like it was just something he was wearing to like blend in at night. I, I think they think were Miles Morales. Miles Morales. I think it's just Pete Parker like dicking around at night. I'm calling it right All here. Right. Miles Morales. It's gonna be in there. I also do think that they're fucking up with Spider-Man bringing in multiple dimensions and shit like fucking Dark Knight Metal. They they need to stick to that Dark Knight Metal. <laughs> multiple dimensions. That's like every single Marvel thing other than Dark Knight Metal. Have you never like you've been reading these books now for a fucking year and a half. You're aware that they've got like a thousand different universes that never end. Yeah. Like you you're aware that that's the thing now. I know. You've seen Into the Spider-Verse. You know that's like commonplace in the comic <laughs> books. Just let me talk shit about it. <laughs> but the reason the other Spider-Man movie was so fucking good with Teenage Spider-Man was, was the Vulture. They're doing blue-collar crimes. That's why Sandman was so great in Spider-Man 3. That's why he was the only good part. And now they're bringing in like multiple dimensions, fucking Surtur monsters that are fit more for Thor. No, those are all, Mysteri- no, those are all Mysterio's uh, illusions. I couldn't tell if Mysterio is a good guy or a bad guy in this he's as well. Pretending to be a good guy in this. Okay, that's maybe that's thing. it. He's setting it up so it looks like he's the hero. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But even still, yeah, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it is all illusions. Okay, maybe they're not fucking this up. But I think they're fucking this up. Spider Man should be about those blue collar crimes. Well, the shit that doesn't matter. Thing. Then it's just a thing movie then. But that's what Spider-Man's good at. It's that friendly neighborhood Spider-Man thing where it's like, oh shit, he's stealing uh, from Tony Stark. I gotta save the day by doing that. Yeah. Or like, oh shit, that guy killed my uncle, like Sandman. Like, that's that's what works so well about Sandman, too. These guys are just trying to, like, get by and stuff. Whereas, I don't know what's going on with Mysterio. Maybe he's doing the same thing, just with crazy illusions, I guess. But I'm excited about this. Mysterio's a special effects artist. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. They're talking about multiverses, though, so that's that's what I'm worried about, is that they're going to get too big and it's going to get too stupid. I don't know if if uh, Spider-Man book is the place to do that. But I guess Into the Spider-Verse I would say a Spider-Man, really well. I would say a Spider-Man <laughs> book would be the place to do it, not a live-action movie. Yeah. yeah, true. That is where you're running the risk of losing anyone and everyone you've uh, drawn in. True. But I'm excited about yeah, it. Yeah, it, it works see in it. like an animated movie. That's fine for like Into the Spider Verse, but that's not going to be the same audience that goes and sees like the live action versions. Yeah, especially in this like huge world you've built in these movies. I'll see it for sure. I like Spider Man a lot, so I'll see it no matter what. I'm ready to start. How about you? Okay, hit it. 
Welcome to Giraffes at Black Tongs Comics. I'm your first speaking host, Dave. And I'm the second speaking host, Donnie. That's right. We read some comics. We're going to talk about them. That's right. As we do every week, we are talking about different comic books. This week, we are talking about Injustice versus Masters of the Universe and John Wick, Volume 1. Also, we will talk about the Helsing TV show, Game of Thrones, I assume. Uh, you watch that, right? Of course. All right. And uh, yeah, probably some other things. We'll see. Yeah, yeah probably. So I got video some other games. stuff I could talk about. Yeah, video games, Mortal Kombat, and uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. I want to talk about Sonic have the your, Hedgehog. Have your characters finally downloaded? My characters have finally downloaded. In that All right. Game. Fuck yeah. Then we'll talk about it. I beat the story mode, too. It's pretty funny. And also, they uh, put out an apology, like free in-game currency, as an apology for how shitty the crypt is, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> which is pretty funny. <laughs> but anyway, maybe more on that later. I had a few notes about story mode I wanted to talk about, but um, yeah, we'll woke. save that for later. Yeah, it's, <laughs> there's some more woke shit. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Yeah. Well, I don't Look know how woke it is. I, I think it's anti-woke, but I'll, I'll let you be the judge later. But let's talk about some uh, superheroes first here. Yeah. Speaking of woke. Speaking of super he muscly. John Wick. He loves ah, cats. Damn it. <laughs> okay. I don't, know, I don't fucking know where I was going with it. I was going to yeah, say, super, speaking of super muscular men, yeah, I guess okay, it doesn't matter. We'll that. Speaking of kicking ass, John Wick, volume one. John Wick is the new like muscly man hero, actually. It used to be in the He-Man days. He had to be like this huge like bodybuilder, Arnold Schwarzenegger type. Now it's like John Wick, who's just like badass and looks like a normal dude uh, who has a cool beard, but he's like skinny and like more sleek. And who does not hesitate to kill. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's another big part. Yeah. But you injure his dog and you're fucked. You are dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, John Wick is woke because he's a lover of all four-legged creatures, as we find out in this book. This is that's a prelude true. to the movie, I guess. And all throughout oh, this one, he's just okay. hanging out with abandoned cats, stray cats, just taking them yeah. in and feeding them and like loving them. It's cute. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, they're going to kill that cat. Did, so there was a f panel where maybe a cat was killed, but I couldn't tell if they actually killed a cat in this book. Did they? Not that I remember. Like, okay. when one of the buildings crashed? Well, there was like a single panel when he was uh, looking at the building across the way with uh, the one dude who was captured, and he was, he, it's like sure. right after he fed a cat. Yeah, yeah. It's right after he fed a cat, and then uh, there was just a single panel that was a red background with silhouettes of a cat jumping and, like, a dude. But it seemed very out of place, and I couldn't tell what the fuck that was supposed to mean. I, I guess maybe they didn't, because no, he didn't mention Like, when cat. John Wick was jumping through the window, like, that yeah. page with the, like, yeah. a pillow cushion? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it just shows the cat jumping because it's startling everyone in the room. I think that's all that's, like, oh, trying okay. to show. I see. Like, it's unexpected, so it scared the cat. I was worried that they were going to kill that cat. I don't want to see that cat die. John Wick would never let that happen. Well, I mean, the puppy, dude. He killed that cute-as-fuck puppy. That was the saddest part of that movie. But oh, also, that's I like... I mean, he didn't let that... Well, he didn't let well, it go unavenged, at least. I mean, yeah, he didn't. He, he would have avenged that his. cat. Dude, that's, a, that's such a genius way to get everybody on John Wick's side in that movie and get everybody against, like, the bad <laughs> guy. It's, like, perfect. Uh, yeah. That's how you create a villain. 
It's fucking genius. <laughs> That's all the uh, exposition you need for how villainous this guy is. Yeah, you don't need to know anything else about him except that he's going to fucking die a horrible death. <laughs> and we're all going to cheer for it. Exactly. We're, we're all rooting for the blood. Also, I saw a meme about uh, Endgame before it came out. Thanos was talking to his advisor or something, and his advisor told him, like, oh, uh, John Wick's dog disappeared in the snap. So you're fucked. <laughs> and then, like, John Wick will come after Thanos. <laughs> which, which that would be pretty good. Just do that. You should have did that in Endgame. Fuck that Captain Marvel. Awesome. Yeah, just have John Wick come in instead of Captain Marvel at the last minute. I mean, they tried. They tried with Ronan. That's that's kind of like the Marvel version of John Wick. Who do you think would win, Ronan or John Wick? Yeah, I can't vote against Clint Barton, but uh, yeah, John Wick would murder him with ease. Yeah, John Wick is basically a superhero for murdering people. It's awesome. <laughs> That's his superpower, murdering. I think he might even be able to kill the Punisher, even John Bernthal Punisher. Anyone could kill the Punisher. That guy's a pussy. Except for John Bernthal Punisher. Cosmic Ghost Rider, that's, that's I don't know. That's the you worst of all the Punishers. That's the best of all. I don't like know. He would, maybe, he would maybe struggle on. with Thomas Jane. And then that Ray Stevenson one would come in second. He'd at least put up a fight because he was also a killer on Dexter once. But, I mean, John Berthold is pussy. Fuck that guy. Nothing. Oh, man, you're full of shit. I love John Berthold. I just Berthold. state facts. I just state facts. These facts are way off. Okay, anyway, what, what did you think of the comic book, though? I liked it. It was a cool prequel. I mean, stuck yeah. to the John Wick <laughs> that we know and love from the movies. Uh, I yeah. mean, it was pretty spot on with that. Yeah, um, that's true. He killed lots of people. Sort of a little backstory for like how he befriended the bellhop at all the, uh, I don't know, they're like hotels or whatever they're called. Yeah. Sharon. I, right. I, was, I did not know that that guy's name was Sharon, though. That was weird. I didn't either. When I first saw him, I'm like, oh, is that the bellhop guy but he's not in the hotel so maybe that's common and it wasn't that was the boss from bosch plays that guy oh yeah that's right yeah so it's another, <laughs> another bosch tie-in so i'm in yeah bosch and uh all right so at one point in time all right this is my note i have when they show the flashback i think it's the third time that they show the flashback of young john wick in mexico with the building being blown up while they were chasing after him he yells out Fidelio, which I think he's addressing like the father who was kind of like covered in the rubble of the uh, building that collapsed on him. But he yells out Fidelio, which my note is okay. that was Andre's safe word from the league when they had that fake fight with Pete to try and convince Ralphie that the league had broken up because they all hated hanging out with Rafi so much. Oh, that, that was his really? safe word was Fidelio for their fight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Awesome. <laughs> so I got a chuckle out of that. Yeah, that's cool. The thing that made me laugh in this book was uh, one of the three Bills was telling John Wick what happened from his point of view in that flashback. And he mentioned, like, we were just a couple of good old boys trying to trying to move weed for an honest buck, which reminded me of Trailer Park Boys. So they're trying to go <laughs> straight by, like, selling weed. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. <laughs> I like that John Wick, it's only been... 10 years since uh, the young kid John Wick's family died. Yeah. But yet he's aged into like late 40s, early 50s Keanu Reeves and this is 10 year passing and none of That's the other true. characters in the entire book age at all. Like, yeah. 
How does that happen? Like, I'm, I'm very know. confused by their timeline here. Probably use some PIM particles. Let's see, what else here? Oh, I like that the cowboy, not freelancer, what do they call the people who work for that company? Um, John Wick was a freelancer. The other... Yeah, the other people who work for the companies. I don't know. Okay, well, the cowboy guy was... Professionals? Oh, yeah, yeah, the professional, that's it. Um, There's a cowboy professional sitting in the the truce bar where you can't kill anyone. They're like, oh, how you doing? And he's like, drinking before breakfast, so I'm doing pretty good. That guy was pretty cool. (laughs) I like that guy. Yeah, the two of them were like (laughs) sitting there having a drink at like 10 a.m. or whatever it was. Right. (laughs) I like the artwork in this. The artwork was pretty awesome. The artwork was really good. I, uh, I enjoyed it. I like that they also had a screenshot of just Keanu Reeves at the beginning of each yeah. issue. That was pretty good, too. In, in, in a uh, artwork variant. Yeah. Covers. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. They're like, hey, see, look how good we drew Keanu Reeves. <laughs> so later on, the three Bills get a character called Calamity, which is anti-John Wick. It's like the opposite of him, basically, in every way. Like, it's a woman, has blonde hair, just kills people for fun. Uh, wears wears white instead of black usually. It's like it's just a complete anti John Wick. But when they go get her from this insane asylum to let her out and like set her loose, her supervising physician was like, "Nah, I'm her supervising physician. Don't you? She is not ready to go out in the world and like pulls a gun on them." I was surprised that that dude had a gun. I didn't know they gave doctors guns. I mean, when you're a former professional hitman, I would assume they're aware that you're a professional killer, you probably have to be packing some heat to stop them. I, yeah, I suppose so. Just for that character specifically. This, this, wasn't, this wasn't your run-of-the-mill like Arkham Asylums type of uh, institution. This was like for retired or sort of forced out like hitmen. Oh, okay, so that, that was a... Uh, I guess I didn't catch that. That's, uh, that was actually for the hitmen only? That uh, facility. I ass- I assume I assume you're not going to throw like regular civilians <laughs> in a, a ward that you created for hitmen. Okay, well like that that seems maybe. like the number one like mark against like your doctor's Hippocratic oath type thing. Like you're supposed to protect everyone under your care. I mean, putting a civilian yeah. in a ward that's full of like pro killers that seems like that's not going to be safe for that person. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Well, I mean, anyway, I enjoyed this book a lot. I, I don't really have many notes about it. I, I just liked it. It's a lot of like action and murdering people and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I mean, if you like the movie, uh, <laughs> yeah. I fucking love this. It's the movie, except in reading form. Yeah, it's cool. It's like a John Wick movie, just on uh, on pages. And it's uh, very brutal and fun. So I would say check it out. Definitely. Were there reviews for this? There was. So let's move on to that. Oh, wait, hang on. My soundboard is frozen. That's the entire reason I asked. Okay, here we go. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! All right. Yeah, timing. (laughs) So there was only, like, two reviews, and they're not really all that interesting. Like, there are five stars, so I'll just read one. Uh, This is five stars. Love the films, and the comic is just as good. Love the films, and the comic is just as good. Delivery was very fast, and item was well-packaged to prevent any damage. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Shout out to U.S. Postal Service. Well-packaged packages, dude. That's what I'm talking about. 
So, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> okay. So, like I said before, John Wick is the modern-day action hero template. And we read a book about the old-school action hero template type of heroes. Batman. Batman's one of them. Batman and his stupid brains. Yeah. He's uh, finding people and shit. So this was Injustice versus Masters of the Universe. Crossover between the DC video game characters by NetherRealm Studios, who you might know made Mortal Kombat. And uh, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Interesting idea. Well, okay, so yeah. very early on, they referenced the other like forgotten about and underutilized property of DC's, the Thundercats. They own both Thundercats and the He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. They own them. They could print all the comic books they want and that they could sell and they could use them in the video games if they thought they could make money off of it. But they just like, well, every like four or five years will come out with like these special edition crossover books featuring one of the troops of uh, characters. And then they just like forget them again in their cellar of like never used or touched ideas and properties. So annoying. But they, they did actually directly reference the uh, Thundercat Seaman crossover book. I saw that. Have you read that before? I own that. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> you own the, uh, you have a poster of it on your wall? Yep. How, how's that one? I was, I was wondering about that. came in a that. timely fashion, five stars. Nice. Cool. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. I actually did enjoy this book quite a bit. I thought it was pretty good for a crossover book. It worked pretty did well, I thought. Did you read one of the uh, Injustice books with me, or was that before you joined these? I read it. Okay. Yeah. I think it was just one volume. At the beginning of this book, He-Man is usurped by Faker. I want to know if that was an actual toy back in the day. Do you remember? Not that I remember. I, I'm, I don't know if they've done any like He-Man and Masters of the Universe comics. I haven't seen any in a while. But, I mean, they must have at some point in time and, like, done something with that guy. Because they had an entire backstory going on, unless they just came up with all of it for this. I just mean this character specifically, Faker, is, uh, they, that had to have been a toy, because it's so easy to make. You just use different color plastic for a He-Man figure. It's perfect. So it's a really good way to save money and get someone to buy the same thing twice. What's the dude's name who does magic, the little guy? I've, I've forgotten it Orko. Now. Orko, right. Orko's spell, did you catch what his spell was? I didn't note it. Okay, it's Razzle, Frazzle, Jigger, and Jerky. What oh, is yeah. that spell and supposed to do? Puts a turkey on his face. Oh, that's right, yeah. Oh, yeah, and I, I guess I forgot about the queen was from, like, America. Because when she referenced Fort Lauderdale and college, I was just kind of like, what the fuck? Like, what, what is she talking about? That exists in, in He-Man <laughs> world? What the hell is yeah, that? Eternia. Eternia yeah. <laughs> University in Fort Lauderdale. Eternia just takes place in Florida. <laughs> yeah, Eternia is just uh, located like a mile out of Miami or something like that. <laughs> <sighs> and also, I, I, I'm sure that everybody's talked about this before, but I think it's funny that the He-Man disguise fooled people into thinking that he was not Prince Adam. Because they have, like, exactly the same face and the, exactly the same, like, even Prince Adam looked muscular as fuck. But it's like, all he did was it take was his shirt supposed off. To be, it was always supposed to be that he was a young, like, he's supposed to be a teenager. 
which yeah. he's never actually looked like he's a teenager. But it's supposed <laughs> yeah. to be when he becomes He-Man, he becomes like a full-grown middle-aged man or like mid-something, like a 30-something-year-old man as opposed to being a teenager, which they have never been able to like capture in either a cartoon version or yeah comic book version like they've always failed so terribly at doing that and they just make him the exact same guy yeah that's true i thought that was pretty good um okay so anyway people are like hey fuck you he man like that that faker guy was uh (laughs) he was really good at like telling us what to do and we were happy (laughs) after after he stops the faker he starts getting pelted by tomatoes from an unruly crowd (laughs) yeah (laughs) jeez it's like but he was the fake one but he killed those who needed to be killed. He did. He looked out for his people. So if Superman would have just gone to Eternia and ruled there with an iron fist and killed everyone that disobeyed him, he would have been a hit. Yeah. He man could have just gone to Earth and just replaced He-Man, or Superman. Everything would have worked out fine. Yeah, they just swap places. You guys will both be happy. Both get what you want. I guess there's too much magic in Eternia for Superman, I would imagine. To really last that long over there. I mean, Skeletor was already gone. Yeah, true. Oh, what's Evel? Oh, shit, what's her name? The Necromancer Witch. Um, evil. Evil Lynn. Evil, evil evil Lynn. Lynn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess she would have been the one thing you would have to worry about. And maybe the sorceress. Yeah. The superheroes come to this dimension, though to recruit He-Man because of his magic, that, that uh, Superman would be weak against magic. Damian Wayne Batman is the uh, main Batman in this, in this book. I have a note about this. So okay. Swamp Thing is like in touch with the green, and somehow he's able to like just magically make a teleport to the like yeah. green of Eternia. <laughs> And then they leave Swamp Thing there when they go back with, like, the He-Man. Somehow Zatanna is just magically able to, like, recreate it and just uh, find it and use it. That part irritated me just from a, like, continuity standpoint. Oh, yeah, it was stupid. Yeah, Swamp Thing and Moss Man were, like, uh, you know, getting, starting to shack up together. I think they were falling in love with one another. Yeah, and they were like, Mossman is also one with the green, but I've never, I don't know much about Mossman. I don't remember him really that yeah, well. I don't either. He was like one of those like very last season of the cartoon <laughs> toy lines figures. Yeah. But I don't remember him ever doing like any of the stuff that Swamp Thing can do as far as like with the green and like the earth powers. So, well, he, he I, does I think now. I'm going to call bullshit on that. Yeah. Yeah. They've, rec- they've retconned him. Yeah, for sure. So that love relationship makes starfire say oh maybe i can find somebody who yeah you know where i'm going with this right <laughs> you know, maybe i can find I somebody who uh who i could fall in love with in this in this world and then the first thing that this and guy says fisto at your service person. my lady the very first person was fisto yeah fisto <laughs> well done you perverted writers of this comic yeah. book. <laughs> that was awesome <laughs> i mean, i think i think someone else was like a snout spout that was another one too yeah that that's the other one offered his service and, there and she says it she says it to ram bam oh fuck yeah ram bam god he, damn he he man side piece characters don't have the most like friendly of names yeah jesus christ they're very, they're very double entendre filled yeah 
That was great, though. I, I that got a laugh out of me. The Fisto line. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh, okay. Anyway, yeah. Also, Dark Seed or Dark Side is uh coming to Eternia to find his fucking equation or whatever, do his math. And uh, Granny Goodness is there too. Um, she's not molested by Dark Side in this book, though. You'll be happy to know. Thankfully. Yeah. I like. So back on Earth, before yeah. before this happened, I like that there's entire generations of kids that are now growing up on Earth who only understand like the House of L signal, the Superman S signal. They only know it as like a, a symbol for fear and like death and punishment. Like they don't they grew up under his regime this entire time without ever knowing it as like the beacon of hope and like goodwill and peace and like uh yeah, honesty and like uh, all good ways. It's this that symbol is basically a swastika now. Yeah, that's kind of what it is at this point. Yeah. So I wasn't sure about this. It seemed like that was Freddie. Oh shit, is it Freddie Freeman or Freddie Mercury? What's it? Uh, what the fuck is his name? But uh, Ooh, the... the Marvel Marvel Junior, like that was Freddie. Whatever. Oh, um, like he's Freddie... he's one of the fuck. Shazams. Yeah. It seemed like that was him that they beat to death and killed. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Because they took his shoes, right? And his, yeah, his magic and sneakers. His, his little like his little Shazam logo kinda like yeah. sparked out at the very end. Oh it Babson? Uh, Billy Babson no, Billy Freddy? Babson is a different character. Oh, okay. Alright, well he's, he's actual Shazam. Okay. But then there's like a, an entire cast of kids. If you've seen the like live action movie they're all on that. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen but, it yet uh, either. This is like one of his little like friends who also gets power with Shazam. Oh, okay. And he just gets named Shazam Jr. <laughs> okay, I see. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a note because it's Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman's Suicide Squad that takes out like the young Shazams. Yeah. And they send in Copperhead. Who the female Copperhead? All I know her from is from uh, the Arkham games. She's in Arkham Knight, and she's uh-huh. an assassin. So the whole thing that started off this injustice storyline is uh, Superman murders Joker in cold blood because he says all the people that do evil in the world they just have to be stopped before they're allowed to do their evil. So that's he finally snaps him because he gets hit with like a combination of kryptonite and the fear toxin from the scarecrow and he thinks he's fighting uh doomsday but it's actually lois lane who's pregnant with his kid and he murders her and he mm-hmm. drives him so insane that he kills joker right then and there right in front of batman that's what pits them against each other but if his entire thing that started him on this path was killing anyone who's mm-hmm. like done evil or does kill why yeah. does he have on his team he has bane he has Copperhead, who's a straight-up assassin. He has Lobo. He has Deathstroke. I mean, he has, like, the shittiest, most, like, scumbaggy <laughs> of characters in the whole DC world. But they're all working for him. Well, it, they're mind-controlled. Even though, even though he's letting them live. Brainiac's armor mind-controls them, but apparently. I mean, even before the Brainiac shit happened, like, why would he not take all of them out and just murder all of them right from the yeah. get-go? They're all known killers and known... That is true. Bad guys and warmongers and shit. Yeah, I don't know. You would think. 
I don't know why he would recruit them if it seems anti what he wants. Yeah. I also had another note here. I don't remember Red Hood being in these storylines or in the stories. Like he is randomly a DLC character in the second game. So I guess because okay. of that, they randomly like threw him into the books now. Yeah. But I thought it was awesome that he was in there. That was they cool. They should have put the Ninja Turtles in there. That would have been fucking awesome. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. They've, they've crossed over with Batman there. many a times. Sure. Yeah. Let's see it. Do it again. Uh, Skeletor is also hanging out with Superman and he's like, you know, doing his, he's up to his schemes and he, he gets Wonder Woman to get the Shazam sneakers for him. So then he puts on the sneakers and he becomes like Shazam Skeletor at some point. So they're passing around the Shazam thing like crazy in this book. Like a lot of people become Shazam. Like he does. He-Man. He-Man does. Was there another person who also became Oh, yeah, at the uh, very end, the girl who was going to kill herself that He-Man saved, she becomes the new Shazam of Earth, Regina Taylor. I like how she says uh, she's she's going to be called Queen Marvel. Seems like a big, like, fuck you, Marvel. <laughs> I like that. Well, no, Shazam was called Mar- Captain Marvel. Yeah, I know. I understand. For but like still. For 60 years of his existence. But, <laughs> but they finally gave up on that. I, I know, but still, it's funny. Oh, and Darkseid, at one point, you know, he's, he has his... First of all, what is an Omega effect? What the hell is that supposed to be? Those are his eye beams. Oh, okay. They they just shoot off until they hit their target. Oh, I see. Like, that's why they're always darting off in, like, those weird paths that they always illustrate Okay, for. yeah, yeah. I gotcha. But Darkseid says he is inevitable, which is also what Thanos said in Endgame at one point. So... Uh, yeah, a spoiler alert. Poor man's, <laughs> poor man's dark side. Yeah. I want to see dark side in a, in a live action movie, I guess. I want to see if how much better he is. So far, I think dark side is sort of one dimensional and boring, but Thanos is much more interesting of a character. Dark side was first. Yeah, true. Was it made by the same guy or something? Probably like 90% yeah. of these who are the exact same character for one company are made by that guy just when he leaves the one company and goes to the other one. <laughs> True. So a couple other notes then. Superman actually kills Skeletor in this. That was pretty metal. Wouldn't expect to have seen that. Yeah. I, I mean, he did the exact same thing to Joker. That's how he killed him was yeah. he just like pushed a hole right through his heart and like ripped it out. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's cool. And then Darkseid has a necro furnace which is the edgiest of heat sources, I think. I want to have that kind of furnace. Yeah, that's that's that that's like soul-burning yeah. <laughs> warmth that you want for like a deep, deep winter. <laughs> exactly. I like that necro furnace a lot. Oh, man. So I have a big note here that I forgot about. Okay. They actually used the word cantankerous, which oh, isn't yeah. used nearly fucking enough in comic books and just like everyday life but man <laughs> i was shocked to see that in a comic book yeah i, I like that word it's a, it's a fun word to say yeah cantankerous oh superman at one point he was uh fighting he-man and he was so talking about like oh he-man like you're you uh never stood a chance i saw into the future i've already calculated you and captain carrot has a better chance of defeating me than you do who's captain carrot is that another thing I should know about? No, but it's got to be oh. some like C-list or Z-list style like shit character from DC. 
probably. I, I figured that'd be some kind of a deep cut of a character. Insult. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like, it's probably his equivalent of like a kite man from Batman. Kite man, yeah. No, during like the uh, the Joker versus Riddler war, mm-hmm. like Kite Man is the center character of it, and he just keeps getting shit on because he's the worst villain in all of Batman lore. <laughs> yeah, so I assume this Captain Carrot is probably like the Superman equivalent of that guy. Oh man, that'd be cool, a Superman, Superman Carrot. That'd be awesome. That'd be Super Carrot. Anyway, oh, uh, also. Wonder Woman gets like violently stabbed by Tila. I thought that was pretty cool. Tila like slices her in the Jesus. back, and yeah. she is just laying there like bleeding out. I thought she was like paralyzed yeah. from this. I thought she like severed her spine. Yeah, I, th- I she feel like somehow, or- she somehow makes a full out. recovery, but yeah, damn. So I liked I liked how violent that was. That was pretty good. Yeah, Tila is not to be fucked with. Yeah. Oh, also, there's there's something called a soul siphon. Which, uh, I think it's just the Infinity Glove. It was like the DC Infinity Glove, pretty much, yeah. Because yeah, he yeah. was wearing that the entire time. <laughs> That's pretty good. They, they had a ton of, like, wacky artifacts that with crazy power in this, in this book. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I enjoyed this book a lot. I loved He-Man's Shazam armor that he got. Yeah. <laughs> that was so badass looking. It was cool. Even Skeletor's was pretty awesome, too. I, I enjoyed the, the, the design of that. They did a good job on the art in this book. Definitely. Yeah. The last note I had was about Black Racer. What the fuck is Black Racer? Yeah, I don't know what those two things were. They just kept randomly checking in with these two, like, omnipotent? Yeah, yeah. Characters called the Black Racer and the White Racer. It was, one was good, one was evil. And yeah. They were just kind of, like, watching over all of the galaxies of every universe try to outrun each other and like somehow at the end of it superman is stuck with them i don't know what the fuck that was yeah that was a weird ending the racers were very yeah i don't get it i don't know i have a couple more notes here okay so when he-man first gets to earth um wonder woman's full suicide squad is sent to slow him down at least it's it's led by lobo which yeah. I never realized Lobo versus He-Man was a dream matchup I would I would pay to like <laughs> read an entire book about until yeah. I fucking saw it happening here. And I'm so angry that it only lasted like two seconds in this book because that would be a fucking amazing bloodbath of a never-ending battle because Lobo can't yeah. die. That would be awesome. This team was Lobo, it was Deathstroke, it was Gorilla Grodd, it was Killer Frost, Cheetah, and Solomon Grundy. I want to read books just about this version of this team. Like, that's a fucking badass team right there. That should be the real Suicide Squad. I would read everything they ever were in. Yeah, I would check that out. Why not? Lobo was did look cool in this, too. I feel like they made him a lot bigger in this book than in the Christmas special, for example. He looked awesome. And, um... Uh, Kara Zorel, she came back from the Phantom Zone. She ripped too bad right in half. That was the most brutal thing I've ever seen in an E-Man book. Oh yeah, for sure. I used to have that guy's action figure, so I was I was super <laughs> upset to see him go like that. So if somebody cut your action figure in half, you would be upset. Yeah, too bad for, for sure. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Anything else about this book? No, that was the last of my notes. Okay. 
Also, yeah, uh, one little joke that they kept doing was Orko. I don't know if you got the uh, if you got it, but he's really bad at using his magic when he's on Eternia. And then when he went to Earth, he was actually like super effective with it, and it was actually like really helpful. So Orko was loving that. Yeah, the yeah. The only other note I really had was uh, why would they not take Battle Cat with them to Earth? That was fucking weird. Yeah, Battle Cat was underutilized. Yeah, like he randomly shows up for a second and he gets like pinned down by Too Bad before he gets ripped in half. And that's it. Like we don't even see Cringer at all. It's just two <laughs> seconds of Battle Cat, no Cringer. Wait, what's, what's Cringer? I don't know Cringer's Cringer. Battle Cat when he's, when oh, he okay. <laughs> is in Prince Adam form, Cringer is the like Prince Adam okay. of Battle Cats. <laughs> I like that name he's a lot. It's the regular, regular world version. He's like a giant scaredy cat, and then he yeah. gets like blessed by like strength and courage, and becomes Battle Cat. Cool. Yeah, I, I just like that name a lot. That's a great name. Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I I recommend this book. I thought this book was a lot of fun. I enjoyed reading it a lot. Absolutely. Before reading this, check out the He Man Thundercats crossover because it is referenced. Yeah. In this. Yeah, so you, you'll, you'll need there, to read there that. There really so you know aren't any tie-ins at all storyline-wise, but we'll pretend there are so you read them both. Yeah, I, I mean, sure, do it. I, I enjoyed this one a whole lot. I, I, maybe I'll go back to Thundercats as well. I haven't read that. Oh, fuck. And uh, one last thing, actually, was they had an advertisement for The Batman Who Laughs coming in December. So that triggered me, though. So that's that's the one downside, is you have to see an ad for fucking Joker Batman from Dark Knight Metal. I didn't Metal. have an ad in my version. Okay, well, you're lucky. I had that in mine. Fuck. Fuck Joker Batman. Was it, like, in the middle of it, or, like, just at the end, where it's like, hey, these are the future books, check them out? It was in the middle, just, like, in the middle of a, one of the issues, I don't know, just an ad oh. place there. For the ba- or at the beginning of one of the issues, rather. Yeah, get so, pumped yeah. for Dark Knight's Metal, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably gonna be reading that sometime next year. For sure. Can't wait. But I can't wait to go back to Dark Knight's Metal. I'm not excited about it, but we're probably going to read it. <laughs> Fuck that noise. I'm never reading that again. <laughs> I'm going to bring it in one of these days. I don't, I don't even give a shit if people like specifically tweet us telling us to read the entire like run of it. It's not yeah. happening. It's that bad. Yeah. Uh, okay. You want to hear some reviews? I do. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! Alright, so... This one doesn't have many reviews, but uh, I'll just read one. So it's five stars, and it's a verified purchase, so that's so you know it's real. This book has the power, is the title. Really enjoyed the collision between the DC Injustice universe and the Masters of the Universe. I only wish it could have gone one longer. Still, the action and the characters are spot on. And I, I would agree. Uh, wholeheartedly. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I wish they would use He Man in the next if they make a third Injustice game. I hope He Man's uh, one of the DLC characters. Well, actually I went to the Injustice 2 Wikipedia just to make sure that He Man wasn't a DLC character that I missed or something just because I read this. Unfortunately not. No. Sadly. Yeah, that man, fuck, fucking awesome. That'd be great. He Man versus Hellboy. And Ninja Turtles. And Scorpion. Yeah. No, that's Sub-Zero in that one, and Raiden. Oh, yeah, yeah, this one's Sub-Zero and Raiden. Yeah. Never mind. Scorpion's the first. Yeah, they, they have the uh, Ultimate Edition of that game that's come out, so I might have to pick that up at some point soon. 
yeah, it's it's worth checking out. It's a fun game. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I heard. Should probably finish Mortal Kombat 11 first, though. So let's see then. Speaking of He-Man-like bodied superheroes. Uh, okay. We saw we saw Tormund Giants Bane. <laughs> oh, uh, I was moving on to the comic book show segment actually. Well, you didn't play the drop for it, so how was I supposed to know? Oh yeah, whoops. Okay, well, fuck it. Let's just talk about Game of Thrones then. So, what did you think of the new yeah. episode of so Game of Thrones? So, have a drop for this one? No. <laughs> there's only two more. Two there's only three left, more. Man. Like, yeah, fuck it. I'm not gonna make two a drop. Left. You better get on you, that shit. You make a fucking drop. <laughs> <laughs> just i don't have any i don't have enough uh background i'm only like one eighth invested in this show compared to everybody else <laughs> so i don't really give a shit about a drop to be honest so but, uh, i didn't notice this during the episode but everywhere anywhere you look online today i don't know if you saw it or not yeah but like during like one of the main scenes here at the very beginning oh, when they're the having a big cup. celebration the yeah, starbucks, cup. yeah starbucks fucking coffee is sitting there yeah i Jesus was gonna bring Christ, that up how did they let that slip <laughs> I thought that like was this, pretty awesome. Like you've spent so many fucking millions upon millions of dollars like creating this <laughs> and then you fucking ruin it by like leaving someone's Starbucks cop in your shot and you go with that cut. They they hire people to keep track of continuity and to study the frame and shit too. Like whoever whoever let that through probably like lost his job. <laughs> oh, that is an actual thing that they keep track of. So you you really fucked up. Fucking Starbucks and the Game of Thrones. Yeah, well, I thought that was like, great. Considering how many people they're going to have like watching it and rewatching it and editing oh, yeah. it, how the fuck have that many people failed this terribly to like realize that that is in their shot? Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> That's insane. I can't believe that. I'm happy that it happened though. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed that a lot. Very early on in this episode. We say goodbye to the greatest character to ever exist, Tormund Giants Bane. And Ghost is there, and Jon Snow is just like, oh, hey, this awesome dire wolf that I've had with me by my side, and we haven't really recognized or like acknowledged in like three years now since he's still alive. Oh, uh, hey, you want to just take him and you can have him as your pet? He's like, <laughs> yeah, okay, why not? But man, Tormund Giants Band and Ghost, if they had a like spin-off like sitcom about like an odd couple buddy comedy series during those two, I would watch the fuck out of that. Yeah. I think they are gonna have spin-offs of of the show I've seen online. So you They're might gonna get make your a wish. prequel or something like that, but I don't yeah, know. Lame. That's I think they lame. I thought they canceled that, but I have no idea. Yeah, who cares? Speaking of the uh the ginger stallion, that's who you're talking about, right? Yes. Okay, good. Archie. So, yeah. So he was gesturing with his hands with his uh, drink a lot. And it made me think of like how he should get the wine in a can. Like it's always sunny. So when he violently gestures while telling his story, he won't spill all his beer. <laughs> <laughs> he really needs this. <laughs> but uh, before that, when they were having the funeral for like the, the, the dragon cuck guy and everybody else, they like light the pyres with torches, but I feel like they could just have the dragons light the pyres. I think that would be more fitting and like badass and cool. I don't know why they wouldn't do that. Maybe they were resting. Yeah, maybe the, dra- the one got dragons- fucked up. So yeah, he was he was still recovering. You know, dragons couldn't be bothered. They're busy eating goats. Yeah, yeah. These weren't these weren't friends of theirs. Yeah, 
I mean, why wouldn't you just feed the remains to the dragons? Yeah, that's if they're, if they're true. they're not eating their goats like they're supposed to, which we found out like three episodes ago, just let them try some human flesh. It's all it's all just chicken tenders to them anyway. <laughs> yeah, you fry them, or not fry, but grill them up real good. Yeah. Charbroil. It's a, it all tastes the same. It's all burned. And yeah, speaking of the dragons, though, those uh, those giant, enormous anti-dragon arrows were pretty badass. And also anti-boats so arrows. This is the other part that has everyone pissed off. And okay, what's out. that? How in the fuck does a giant fleet, an army-sized fleet of ships, sneak up on dragons who are flying over <laughs> head of this fleet? Yeah. How do they not see them? Like, how That's the fuck true. does that magically just sneak up on them out of nowhere? <laughs> Like, oh, thank God for that cloud coverage we had today. Really, really got lucky there. You see, it was a, it was a cloud made of a special material. That's, that's how. I thought that was the excuse they use for everything. Like, the boats are made of fucking uh, vibranium. That's why. That's always the excuse, man. Like, why is the Night King Vibranium ships after wouldn't once... make it invisible. Well, yeah, they would. This is magic, though. Magic, magic That's not how vibranium material. works. Vibranium does does work that way. It'll vibrate at it the frequency invisible. of light to be invisible. Yeah, it does. It, they they do that. They have a stealth thing with vibranium, dude. It all comes from vibranium. You're you're getting your universes confused. <laughs> well, that's how I'm understanding the stupid materials in Game of Thrones. It's like just say it's a magic material. That's why everything happens. Oh yeah, why is there a Starbucks cup there? Well, you see, the gauntlet was made. The or vibranium was turned off. <laughs> Yeah, the vibranium was there. This actually takes place in present day, but it's just all—it's all a—it's all, all a simulation. It's like that M Night Shyamalan movie. Oh yeah, the village. The village. Yeah, that thing. This is the village with yeah, dragons. That's what this is. There you yeah, go. yeah. So that I—I I thought it was cool seeing the boats get all fucked up though with the giant arrows. That was pretty good. I enjoyed that part. Going back to the very opening coffee cup scene. Okay. I love that uh, Tormund, he makes the comment saying that Barfing is celebrating. That's how you know you're celebrating. Yeah, he's cool, man. He's he's the best character for sure. He should sit on the throne. Fuck yeah. Also, I think his horn was indeed filled with alcohol and not milk. Yeah, because... it is alcohol because he even yeah. gets topped off by Tyrion. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, because you, you don't mix giant tit milk with alcohol. Yeah, he would have stopped him. if you know, you can't make, Yeah, it's, I think it's wine and... And milk, no one that that that'd be disgusting. <laughs> Wine and milk together. Oh, also about that party, that one knight lady fell for the the old "it's bloody hot in here" move, and then she, then they took off their clothes and bang. I don't know these characters' names. I'm sorry, but you know what I'm talking Brienne about, right? Of Tarth. Yeah. So they she banged that that dude who's shorter than her, which is pretty cool. Who isn't Giant's Bane? Which that was the love story I wanted to see play out. Yeah. Miss Sunday got her head cut off. So I wrote down Miss oh, Sunday Miss. as her name, but like <laughs> what is like what what is her name actually? I feel like it can't Miss be Miss Sunday. Sunday. Okay, so it just sounds like Miss Sunday. Okay. I thought they were, <laughs> and when he was like screaming on the beach, I thought he was saying Miss Sunday, Miss Sunday. I'm like, oh what the fuck is that? Who's Miss Sunday? I love how uh, right before right before they attacked the uh, ships, before that point when they captured her, I love that Tyrion is always looking for the silver lining in war. Yeah. Like uh, a couple episodes ago, he was talking to his brother before they had the battle with the Night King's army. 
He's like, well, maybe I'll get killed here. I'll turn into a walker and I'll go all the way down to King's Land and I'll rip uh, our sister's heart out. And then in this one on the boat, he's looking for more silver lining. He's like, you know, maybe maybe we'll get lucky and Cersei will kill them so we don't have to worry about which one we're actually going to back for the throne. And they were talking about <laughs> Danny yeah. or John once they found out that John's the actual like, next in line. Positive spin. Yeah. I don't know if I talked about this before, but the one guy doesn't have a dick, right? The bald guy? Yeah, he's a eunuch. It's weird that he really tries to make himself look like a dick. He's very phallic. It's like that uh, that dude in Preacher, whose he- his bald head starts to look like a dick. Saw that dude in an interview. He's yeah, the most like gorgeous head of hair I've ever seen. Really? Oh, it's a bald Crazy. cap. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. Shit. Kudos to that fucking bald cap. That's that fooled me. Yeah, that's that's the real wow. star of the show. Yeah. I don't know. Any, anything else about this episode? It does seem like we're going to actually get the Klingon bull, which is what everyone wants, which is the mountain, that giant monster of a man. Who, oh, uh, right. Cut her head off. Yeah, that's it's right. It's him versus his brother, who is the hound, that guy who was riding off with Arya. The guy who was like getting pissed drunk by himself, rejecting all the strange. Yeah. Because he was focused on wanting to kill his brother. Right. So, So with those two going off on their own, it seems like we are actually going to get this fight between the two brothers, which is going wow. to be the greatest thing to ever happen. Okay. Yeah, this this episode was mostly pretty good. I liked the party scene. I, I was uh, playing on my phone during the middle parts of it, and then the end of it when they're like talking to the queen and stuff was engaging again, and with the dragons getting shot and the boats getting shot was cool. I only played with my phone for about maybe like 30 minutes of this 90-minute episode or 80-minute episode. So that's pretty good. You would think that Daenerys would be aware that like they have these giant, super awesome crossbows that kill her dragons because it's taken out two of the three now. Yeah, damn. So, I mean, I would think she'd start like looking out for them and just kind of like flying higher up. Yeah, still just going in head first, like jumping in, like diving in without looking. Yeah, yeah. foolish. She also mentioned that she would take her Jason Momoas with her. So there's still Jason Momoas. I thought they all died. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. Because it seemed like they were all dead. Like, someone like rewatched it and I saw some clip on YouTube of someone talking about how there was like one guy that they show right oh. back behind your <laughs> monster. So just like, her and that one war. Jason Momoa. So I don't know if like not all of the Dothraki were like being Maybe used not. and yeah, some had, randomly had like a couple extras stashed somewhere else but yeah somehow okay. apparently there's still more Dothraki somewhere <laughs> okay I see I thought that was interesting last week they had that uh, behind the scenes thing and um, I don't know if you saw that did you see the behind the scenes guy no, I don't they... bother watching those it's, it's just like the writers coming in to explain themselves for like all this bullshit which is like kind of funny it feels like they. I, I kind of wish I would have watched the one from yesterday. Then. Yeah, I know. Well, I was like, I was disappointed yeah, that it wasn't that there. Was, we we fired that guy. Don't worry, and his entire <laughs> crew and staff. Well, you'll we'll notice there's a Hollywood again. There's a coffee cup there. Uh, we're really we really wanted to show that the the connection to the real world uh, through a coffee cup, where people might think it's a mistake, but actually back then the coffee cups looked pretty close to what we have today at Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> they're just making excuses for all this dumb bullshit they're doing 
Like, oh, well, the reason it's so dark is because uh, we wanted to really show all the little candlelights in the darkness, and uh, we wanted to really, you know, have the mystery of what's out there. It's like, well, you already know it's out there. You've seen the army marching for the last three episodes, <laughs> asshole. Just you know, let me see something. I don't care. All right. Anyway, I've had enough of this. How about you? Sure. So speaking oh, wait, of TV so shows, one more thing. One more thing. <laughs> yeah. So Mary. And us, we were all trying to figure it out when we watched it last week. If uh, the one girl, what's her name? Ginny? Ginny? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Uh, Sam, Sam's girlfriend or wife, yeah. whatever, if she was pregnant or not in the show. And they kind of like explained it in this one. And because he got so bored after reading all those books at the uh, <laughs> Citadel, they started fucking again. So she's apparently pregnant. And then uh, they said goodbye to him. Yeah. So cool they explained it continuity good job writers yeah good job you don't need to explain that starbucks (laughs) yeah you see she was really thirsty after she was tired at that party so she needed the coffee to stay awake it's a a long (laughs) battle and a long funeral so let's go ahead and uh move on here to another tv show called helsing so let's play that drop. Fuck these comic book shows. All right. We're going to fuck these comic book shows. But first, a word from our sponsor. I miss my family and all that shit, of course, but it's just the little things. Going to Subway for lunch. Double meat on my sandwich. Just because. Yeah. What did you think of that commercial that they had in the middle of the show, Helsing? I don't remember that at all. Really? But it's when I he was feeding the doctor meat. girl. <laughs> yeah. $5 footlongs at Subway. That's what I miss. <laughs> you know what else he misses? We're gonna, we got one more thing. Oh, yeah, and Kit Kats. <laughs> I, I don't Kit-Kats. remember this at With all. Chocolate cake oh, the cookie thing Shout in the middle. Shout out, Kit Kat. Break them. <laughs> miss Kit Kats. Probably a ton of them out there, too, sitting there in stores. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and now back I to mean, our He's not, back, he's back to not our wrong. <laughs> he's not. It's like there are a bunch of them back in these stores in 2016 before the, the rise happened. You could just go to the store and get it and then go to Subway and get a double meat, $5 foot long with extra cheese on it. Good old days, back before everyone knew what a pervert Jared was. Yeah, that's true. We 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 could all talk about how skinny he got and how. I just how I, I enjoyed that. children. You don't remember those commercials in the middle of the show? I thought that was so funny. So, I had this plan, but I was playing video games during okay, it. Okay, gotcha. I didn't really start paying attention until like it picked up a little bit later on. Mm. But the very first note here is, so this is a show that airs on sci-fi. And a lot of these sci-fi shows, along with the CW, like, superhero shows, they all film around Vancouver. They're all, like, Canadian-based location-wise. So, of the, like, I counted, like, six, if you count the Doctor as a a speaking part, maybe seven major speaking roles in this episode, half of them had appeared at one point in time on Hell on Wheels. So, oh, really? <laughs> cool. Because, like, when when they uh, let the uh, soldiers and the, like, 
two girls or whatever in. They're like, oh, the one guy is deaf. And he kind of sits down next to the one girl after she caves in the skull of her friend after she got bit with the uh, fire extinguisher. And I'm yeah. like, hey, wait a second. That guy looks familiar. <laughs> He's the greatest TV villain like ever. He's the Swede from Hell on Wheels. Oh, oh shit. shit. The Swede. And then, Everyone's favorite. <laughs> oh, dude, that guy was such a great villain. Like yeah. during the first three seasons, and then like he randomly, you thought he finally died and got killed, but he randomly like pops up with Brigham Young and the Mormons, and that eh, that wasn't as great. But those first three seasons, man, he was fucking awesome. Oh man! But uh, the the main guy, Axel, the dude doing your commercials, yeah, he was on it during one of the uh, later seasons, and then his buddy, the uh, I think the guy's <laughs> name was Ted or Todd. Yeah. The other, the bad guy, marine guy, he was also on it. He he randomly popped up a few times earlier on, and then like during the final season, he works with Bohannon at that rival railroad company. So I was like, holy shit, nice. Hell on Wheels, the reunion show. Welcome to Pod on Wheels. Fuck right. The only Hell on Wheels podcast <laughs> with zero listeners. <laughs> no way. <laughs> All right, anyway. Going back to this here, so Helsing, in the cold open, she just gets bit and then wakes up and starts like a berserker raging on somebody. I was going like, to say, I, I, that's very first note I have. <laughs> berserker there rage. Is a nice, there is a nice shout out to Wolverine. Yeah, you get the berserker rage attack. So she does have what Wolverine powers. Is... That's her power. She's Wolverine. She also heals quickly. Yeah, I didn't get that until the very end, though. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, the like, Berserker like, Rage. I, and I haven't watched too. that movie in probably like 15, oh, 20 God, years, yeah, whenever the fuck it came out. Yeah. So I have no idea or memory of like what's going on in it. But I don't remember him like having any kind of like superpower. I just remember him being like a brutal like vampire slayer. Me too. That's what I remember too. So but apparently now for some she has superpowers. In this, Wolverine. Yeah, she's, she's a superpowered version of uh, Van Helsing. Yeah. And like staking a vampire doesn't kill it in this. Because she is like just repeatedly stabbing the one with a pencil in the chest, and it's doing nothing to it. Yeah, true. No, it seems like zombie rules. You have to bash the head in, apparently. Yeah, like they cave the one guy's or the yeah. girl's skull in. Right. So I guess. That's so yeah, I don't. I don't on. totally understand how this, how they work in this. I don't know. I have a note: the girl playing Van Helsing was this badass werewolf character on True Blood. So. Oh hey. There you go. She really likes vampires. And, and I own that Nirvana shirt that the one kid was wearing. Oh, I think flower, a lot of people own that shirt. Flower yeah. sniffing, kitten yeah. petting, baby kissing, corporate rock horse shirt. Yeah, fuck yeah. Right. It's a popular shirt. Also, her blood somehow cures vampires as well. Like if they suck her blood, it reverses the vampire curse. Right. That's cool. That was weird. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. That kind of like made me a little interested in. Yeah, I wouldn't mind like checking this out and seeing a little yeah. bit more of it just to see how they use that. Because like the doctor was bitten and she's the one that's in the cage that's been turned. And he's like, if anyone would have known anything about your backstory, it would have been the doctor, but she's turned. So, I mean, that guy's job was just to sit there for months on end all alone, keep the two of them like safe. Why does he never once go through her notes and like check them to see like who these people are that he's protecting and shit? Like he never once thinks to do that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I assume that at some point in time they'll probably very soon after this try it on the doctor to at least like 
see if they can make her sort of human and I, I would imagine that's episode two, you know, if she's still around. Well, okay, actually, and when he's explaining, like, uh, you know, oh, tell me who you are. This scene takes place in a in a shower. So Helsing wakes up and goes to take a shower, and she's having a good time taking a shower. And then Axel walks in, and he's like, oh, gotta gotta double up on showers, just like, yeah. <laughs> just like this awesome made up bullshit excuse to just like take a shower with her. And then he's well, he's, he's been, explaining he's shit. He's the one. He's been there, the only one there with her for six months. So he's been cleaning her and changing her. Yeah, probably not changing her, but like cleaning her and <laughs> but she doesn't her, like, know shitty that. drawers for like six months. Well, yeah, no, he does make the line like it's nothing I haven't seen. For I've seen all your bits. Taking care of you. I'm over you already. Uh, yeah, I've been staring <laughs> at your bits for a long time, bro. Has he been fucking her unconscious body? I assume. Like Kill Bill style? <laughs> like I I'm, mean... I'm Buck and I'm here to fuck. I mean, once the doctor got bit and turned, I don't see any yeah. reason he's not doing that. True, yeah. At she's least the doctor would have been a willing here. participant. Yeah, true. No, I wasn't going to say because then she can't tell on him. Okay. I was going to say because the doctor might have been like yeah. a willing participant who also is like lonely and wanting some sex. True. But once she yeah. got turned, he can't risk it. Yeah, I understand. Uh, but <laughs> Axel is like explaining everything to her in the shower while with his dick out, like Doctor Manhattan, telling her like "What's up?" That was crazy. This, this mansplaining with his fucking dick just flopping around. <laughs> I like I that mean, scene a lot. Yeah, but he wasn't messing around. He was soaping off. He was he was multitasking. You know, <laughs> that's true. You yeah. gotta you gotta double up on showers. You gotta double up on like turning off the water when you're soaping up. Even when he had a towel, while your dick's out. Even while he had a towel, he had like a towel like over his shoulder instead of around his waist, and he was explaining <laughs> shit to her. It was fucking great. This, I like that scene a lot. This is the post-apocalyptic world. No <laughs> one has any shame anymore, man. Yeah, true. So I don't know. I mean, by the end, I thought this was kind of interesting. I would maybe check this out a little more. Uh, do you yeah, have any other I'd notes about for, this? I'd be up for checking out another episode or two just to see yeah. how this like healing factor thing works. Yeah, there was no Wolverine cameo directly, but this is basically a Wolverine, or more like X-23, I guess, character. Maybe episode two, or claws will come out, hopefully. It's the one or thing she's just start, Or else she'll just start carrying pencils, like, in between her fingers. Yeah, yeah, claws. do that, do that. I hope that happens, just knives between your fingers. This show wasn't too bad. It was way better than I was expecting it to be, I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, for sure. Why is like a show like this or like Deadly Class on sci-fi though? I I don't know if vamp are vampires sci-fi? Yeah, aren't they? Sci-fi fantasy creatures? Are are assassin schools sci-fi? Yeah. Sci-fi <laughs> fantasy okay. creatures? I don't know about that. But okay, fine. These I don't know, it seems weird. So I mean I, I would actually recommend the show. I thought it was entertaining enough. I could get yeah. into it. It, yeah. it seems cool. Yeah. I like it. Did you uh, tweet out a poll of something for this next week? Yeah, I'm. Uh, let me bring that up. So I put it in at the library for Preacher season two and three DVDs. Oh, nice. I haven't watched that show since they made the move <laughs> on nights at the end of season one, and I don't want to bother suggesting rewatching season one because that was garbage. Yeah, I like the later. I thought season two was much better. Okay, so next week we will read Gotham. Gotham is one in the poll. So we're going to check out up episode. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Watch. We're going to watch Gotham next week. First episode. And we'll see 
what's going on in uh in gotham i guess i don't know <laughs> some shitty batman show right isn't it about like young yeah. super villains it's little kid bat it just ended the series finale i think it isn't until the last two or three episodes of the series where like they go away for a little bit of time and then yeah. magically it's adult batman and adult catwoman but the entire rest of the show they're all kids oh okay so, yeah, it's not a great show. Like this guy who plays Alfred was the most annoying, shitty character ever. <laughs> oh, fuck. I fucking hated this guy. I hate. I fuck Alfred. I hate Alfred as a character. This is the worst version of him ever. Oh man, that sucks. So get ready for that. Okay, I'm prepared. All right, so Gotham then. So speaking of shitty stories or shitty characters, whichever one you want to. Call it. I want to talk about the Mortal Kombat story a little bit. The Mortal Kombat story is about like this like time god or something working with another goddess of the earth to prevent, like to ultimately. uh, Spoiler alert. Also, if you guys, I know, I know you guys really care about the story of Mortal Kombat 11. I don't mean to spoil the ending, dude. But they're they're whole. Yeah, they're not woke enough. But the time gods are trying to stop. Raiden from fusing with Liu Kang to create fire god Liu Kang, who has fire and electricity god powers and uh, white eyes. So, like, that's the main thing of the story that they're trying to prevent. So it's pretty, like, ridiculous. Well, Liu Kang isn't a fire god. But he is. Just you gotta play that story. He has that one fireball power. No, he's a fire god, dude. It's canon. That's fucking when canon now. A god. When Raiden fused with him, it's like, oh, Raiden, like they, they had like this montage of Raiden and Liu Kang fighting throughout the other games and stuff. It was pretty cool. And he's like, oh, this keeps happening, but we have to work together instead of uh, ending up fighting each other. Liu Kang's like, oh, go ahead and kill me after their fight. And he's like, I'd rather save you. And then he like hugs him and then he fuses with him from the hug. So then he goes inside of Liu Kang's body and then Liu Kang has like white Raiden hair and the Raiden eyes and uh, cool sleeves of tattoos that are glowing with electric powers then he's called fire god Liu Kang. so it's pretty stupid and then you go and fight the fucking other guy but a couple of other notes about the story mode though like that that's kind of like the ultimate thing it's like pretty stupid but whatever so, oh future kano gets uh infinity war dusted because sonia blade kills the past kano and so like just the other oh, one just turns that. to dust <laughs> yeah just like Thanos, man, he got lost in the snap. Uh, what else? Okay, and then going back to Jax and uh, his daughter, uh, Jackie Briggs, their storylines was called uh, All in the Family. They're, that's what their chapter was called. Is that racist? All in the Family no. was like a sitcom, right? Starring black people. Is that what that was? That's what it was, right? I don't know. Was that the one oh, with the Jackie Bunker? Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. Then the other woke thing that. Jack said was, uh, times are changing, Cabal. That was pretty woke. Which, that one wasn't too bad. Uh, here's, here's the worst part about the story mode, is Sonya Blade is voiced by Ronda Rousey, and Ronda yeah. Rousey fucking sucks at voice acting. Like, it's fucking bananas, dude, how bad she delivers these lines. Why do people want Ronda Rousey in movies so badly? I don't understand that leap. She's like a MMA fighter. I don't, I don't expect MMA fighters to be good at acting and shit. I don't know why they keep trying to make this work. 
Speaking of MMA fighters acting, Cleveland's okay. greatest champion of all time, Stipe Miocic, was on last night's episode of Billions, or Billionaires, whatever that shitty show is. Okay. Was I, he shitty at acting? It, so I didn't, I didn't see it. Okay. I no clue. <laughs> it's probably garbage I think he played, acting. He played himself, I assume, so he probably didn't actually have to act. Probably just said, hey. <laughs> probably. What do you think about Ronda Rousey in movies? I'm trying to think if I've ever actually seen a movie. She, she was, was in, in various things. I can't remember some of the I know other she was in like in. one of those Expendables, I think, wasn't she? I don't think I saw that one, though. I think I only watched the first one because it was on Netflix. It wasn't good, so I never watched any of the other three or four. Let's see what she's been in here. She's, she's a in Furious name. 7. She's a champion. I don't watch those fucking the Expendables. Entourage, but as herself, so that wasn't really uh, acting. Why do they credit her in WrestleMania as Ron- Ronda Rousey? <laughs> she was also in Raw as Ronda Rousey. <laughs> why, why is this an IMDb credit? Okay, so I guess it she was in a like... a TV show. I guess it is. It's just weird that she's... Oh yeah, she's not an MMA star. She's a professional wrestler. Yeah. But she's a known person, that's why. I guess, I don't know. I just think it's weird that she's... They keep trying to make it work in like these different things, but... Because I think they were hoping that she'd be like a great action star because she's got like the ideal action star body because yeah. she's a pro killer. I mean, true. even if but, you're terrible at reading <laughs> lines, like you look like you could just murder anyone with like a blink of an eye. So yeah, you're going to get uh, a thousand chances to like do that, I would think. I'm going to punch you in the face, Kano. I'm like, that's her delivery. It's fucking <laughs> terrible. It's awful, dude. <laughs> you gotta you check out some like videos of that because it is really fucking funny. Oh, f- I should have clipped that actually. It's it's a yeah, it's, it's worth that's a laugh. The drop you needed. Yeah, I know. Shit. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll bring in some clips next week, but uh, I don't know if we'll care next week. We'll see. It is funny though, so check that out. I recommend watching the story mode Sonia Blades part and watching Ronda Rousey like read a script badly. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great uh, oh, oh and the, the other thing oh, is wait yeah yeah wait so she's just reading she's not like body captured motion captured for this is she she's just reading as the character she's not I, it's not actually them using her as like the body you know i'm not actually sure so, but so like yeah so you're I don't know. completely throwing out my theory of like she looks <laughs> like she's a badass who would fuck you up in a heartbeat so that's why you give her a thousand chances to like do these parts never mind yeah, it's a, uh, it's uh, not great. I don't know if she actually does the facial capture or anything like that, but for sure the voice t- badly, man. And then the other thing is, in the story mode, you fight Sector and Cyrax, but they're not playable characters. Which I hate that man. They did that in the last Ooh. game with uh, Baraka and Sindel, and I think Rain. You, you like fight them in story mode, but they don't actually—they're not playable. But I, I actually like Sector and Cyrax a lot. I want to play as them. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Why did you? Surprising. Why not put them in there? Like you guys made the characters. Like just put it in there. I don't know why that's so. Like why? Why do that? Anyway, that's all I have to say about Bummer. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So I've been playing Far Cry New Dawn. Oh yeah, how's the that? Sweet is also a voice actor in this one. That the, famous the villain, deaf guy from that show we watched today, yeah. Helsing. Right, right. So a voice gotcha. actor in that, but so I think it takes place a little bit. Do you ever play any of the Far Cry games? No, never. Oh man, they're kind of fun. 
All right. They're like action adventure games where you get a bunch of guns and weapons that you can make, and then you just go and kill all these bad guys. Yeah. Okay. And you can sometimes find animals to make them your friends, and they'll like wow. help you out and kill bad guys for you. Okay, that's cool. This one, I don't know. I, I think this one takes place right after Far Cry 5. Because it's mm-hmm. still the same area. I, I skipped through the story accidentally the, at the very oh. beginning of it. Whoops. So I kind of missed like the first ex- explanation. I think yeah. it is. It's like the after effect of the end of Far Cry. Because there's like this plane chase and this big explosion. And uh, these two twin sisters have taken over like the new gang. And they're fucking everything up for you. You go out and you find like all these other characters. And you recruit. They can either be your sidekick character or they'll just be like boss leaders at your home base that have specific specialties like one of them is a healer so that'll help all your health shit another one is a map cartographer so that'll help you like have maps available to purchase but Hmm. i don't know they're fun games they're simple enough not that difficult fun might have to try it out i always like them yeah they had the one about like uh, I don't know some guy on the cover is supposed to be Donald Trump, right? Is that Far Cry, or is that mm, something else? No. Oh wait, what is that? Oh, are those is that Saints Row? No, it's not Saints Row. I think it was a. It's a dude sitting at a table with uh, some redneck guys like Jesus, and he's like runs some sort of cult or something. No, that's that's Far Cry. That has nothing to do or anything remotely Donald Trump like. It's not that game. No. Okay. So is that I think I talked older? about this one before when it came out. It, it's oh. similar to. It reminded me a lot of like Boyd Crowder from Justified. Oh. Okay. Okay. Maybe I've forgotten then. Whoops. Play that one first. Play five first. That's that one. Five is that better one than. Is awesome. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know. This one's like the follow up to it, which so far it's cool, but I like that story a lot better. Okay. I see. Go through and watch all of Justified. Watch okay, all of yeah. Justified in its entirety from start to finish. And then the second you finish that, play that game. And then the second you finish that, play this other game. <laughs> Damn, dude. Got a whole order to go through here. Yeah, but it'll be worth it. All right. It'll be like, oh, yeah, they were kind of similar. <laughs> Plus, Justified is a great show, so let's watch that anyway. Okay, yeah, it is. Yeah. All right. Anything else? No. So what do you want Google to read? Stadia, where you can get your Far <laughs> yeah. Cry games. No, this is this this Animal episode Kombat. is brought to you by Subway. Eat fresh and Kit Kat. Subway, eat fresh. Give me a break. Extra meat. Extra, yeah, double meat. Five dollar footlongs. We won't rape your children. <laughs> right. All right. What do you want to read next week? So I'm picking. It's a GI Joe book. So a couple weeks ago, I went and saw Word Burglar, who is a nerdcore rapper from Canada. It was his first ever show in Cleveland. He is like the go-to for anything G.I. Joe related. The dude knows anything and everything about G.I. Joe. Yeah. So because of that, I was like, oh, shit, this is awesome. I'm going to try reading a G.I. Joe book because I sure do love patriotism and America and fucking wars and dumb shit like that. Captain America. Fuck yeah. So we're going to read G.I. Joe, the Cobra Civil War story arc. Whoa. Sounds good. For me, I want to read Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Volume 8 Shattered Grid. So there's some video game called Shattered Grid, and I keep seeing like shit pop up on Reddit or 
YouTube about like Power Rangers Shattered Grid. So I think this is supposed to be a good storyline. So I think we read volume one a long time ago, but I'm just going to skip to volume eight. This is this is that same story. Yeah, same one. It's uh, just way later, so we'll see how it goes. But I think it'll be cool, so let's have a try. Hopefully Tommy realizes he's a valuable member of the team. Oh, I hope so. He's doubting his place. I hope so. We'll, we'll soon find out. Yeah. So, follow me on the internet at Doniom. Matt to the God. Are we switching this up, Benny? Why, why do you keep trying to switch? <laughs> Dude, you gotta keep it fresh. Keep it okay. new. That's how you keep the okay. listeners coming back. Follow us at Giraffes HPT Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Patreon.com slash Giraffes Have Black Tongues. Daniel Burbank gave us this wonderful music. SoundCloud.com slash Daniel Burbank. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Oh, fuck. I forgot to talk about the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. So I guess I guess movie trailers are our cold open and our post credit scene here. Or you can just... Uh, fuck it, we'll just, just do post credit. back in. Nah, fuck it. So, how, on a scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Oh, I'm never going to see it. Oh, fuck. I'm a 10, dude. This is going to be awesome. This is going to be like the room of uh, fucking video game movies. This is going to be worse than Super Mario Brothers, and it's going to be worse than Assassin's Creed movie. Uh, which I fell asleep in in the theater, like the only movie I've ever you fallen asleep in. Yeah, that? really. I did. I don't know why I saw that. But I think awesome. I was just bored and then I fell asleep in the theater. This, this is going to be great. So everybody hates the Sonic design because it's horrifying and looks terrible. It looks like a manlit version of Sonic with like uh, realistic human teeth. And it looks if, terrifying. Well, like the producers <laughs> from Sony already went on yeah. Twitter. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was just going to bring that up. It was released and we're like, hey, we're sorry we fucked up so badly. Please pay money to go see our movie. We'll fix it. Yeah, we'll change it. They're going to change it, dude. They're <laughs> going to change the Sonic model in this movie that looks like it's already probably finished. It's going to be fucking great, man. I, I'm excited. I thought Jim Carrey looked awesome as uh, Dr. Robotic. Yeah, Jim Carrey is playing it a little bit too goofy i think but yeah he does look like he's gonna do a good job with it like at the end where it had him like bald with the, the glasses on yeah the enormous mustache yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited it looks perfect that, that like was perfect one redeeming yeah. part of that trailer that's yeah like, that's like, great. Right, at least jim carrey looks like he's actually playing the character yeah that's a, that's a great dr robotnik but that sonic thing what the fuck <laughs> it's so fucking horrifying why would they do that <laughs> Don't they show this to, like, test audiences, too? Like, wouldn't they say, oh, my God, that's fucking a nightmare. Why would you make that? You would think. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. I'm I'm excited to see that movie. I think it's going to be god-awful, and I think it's going to be fucking hilarious. So that's my hope for Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm going to see it opening day. Which is now going to be pushed back seven months because yeah, they should render the design. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering. If- everything. I'm wondering if they're actually going to make it to November. Time will tell. So that's exciting for me. <laughs> Super Smash Brothers universe.
What's the next Super Smash Brothers character you think should get a movie? We got Pikachu and Sonic and Mario and Street Fighter. So what do you think? Fuck, um, Waluigi. Is that little girl I was playing as? Little, oh, uh, like, Isabel. Girl? Oh, yeah, dude, her. yeah. What is she? Animal Crossing. Yeah, that one. That'd be a do good that. movie. Yeah, okay, Animal Crossing movie. Or uh, the guy from Punch-Out? Oh, Little Mac? Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, get Mike Tyson to star in that, too. That'd be fucking great. Because that was from Mike awesome. Tyson's Punch-Out. <laughs> get Mike Tyson in there. Oh, dude, yeah, I want to see that movie. I want to see Kirby become a movie. I think that would be a funny, like, stupid CG mixed with live action thing. <laughs> then you can get, like, all kinds of shit going on in that. I want to see... Oh, I want to see the Star Fox movie, and I want them to hire, like, furry actors for that. Like, get people who are furries to play Star Fox. That'd be fucking great. Wait, so they're gonna... The actors are gonna have to become furries to play no. Star Fox and his friends? Well, I want them to, like, what's the term where you um, hire people just based on what they look like? Oh, affirmative action. I w- no, I want them to affirmative action in furry actors for diversity. <laughs> well, how are you going to know they're actually furries? They, I don't know. They have to tell you, I guess. But I just want actors who are furries and they just wear their fox costumes. <laughs> I think that'd be fucking great. That's what I want out of that movie. So don't do CG. Do fox costumes. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Get on that, Paramount. Yeah, build that universe. I need it.